Today we are joined by Marie Borain and she's an animal behaviour specialist at Good Pet Trading. I think what I would like to do today is to try and sort of uh, pull it away from a particular breed because it's, it's not just a particular breed. It's actually any breed and there really is this nature versus nurture debate. Attacks. Because you can't deny that the fact that pit bulls and I know you say you don't want to talk about breeds and I myself don't want to talk about breeds right because we are talking about dogs here and pets but the name pit bull constantly appears yeah so what we're looking at is a stereotype certain breeds obviously were bred for certain jobs and then there are certain breeds that have a propensity for more aggression so obviously if you're going to get a pit bull or, or something any kind of terrier really because we could be talking about a jack russell mm. to be honest yeah. jack russell thinks it's a pit bull um <laughs> <laughs> so um once you get a dog like that, there should be this I- immediate responsibility on how you're going to raise that yeah. dog. Let's go to the phone lines. Now, you know, talk about training the dog, but firstly, we've got to train the owners, train the parents. Now, who actually train the parents and the owners? And who trains the owners? You'd like to know about that as well. In the last three weeks, I've been driving around. I actually phoned the SPCA and told them certain dogs are tired. Dogs are getting vicious because they're tired. People do not give them water. Dogs become aggressive. The dogs can change, and one of many experiences where animals really were close to the owners and it did turn down against them. So I would say a lot of things can contribute to it. Maybe perhaps they don't take them for the slightest injection, they get aggressive. As other gentlemen mentioned, they don't give them water, they're tied in a tight heat and then they let out again. So there are many things can contribute to the anger. But many people just want to have a dog because uh, of the crime rate and they want that dog to be just a guard dog. But they're afraid of their own dogs and, and they don't, with the result, they don't treat them properly. You know, they will shoo-shoo them away. They'd rather have them tied away from the house. I think to encapsulate that into, into, an entire, into a sentence would be what you said earlier. That's nature versus nurture, that debate. Yeah, that's that's like the the everlasting debate. So so how does one go about socializing their dog? So I think ideally you you want to get that help initially because not everybody knows, you know, what to do or they they leave it too late. Ideally as soon as you get your pup you want to phone a school and say help me. Let's let's see what goes next. So you want to slowly introduce the world basically to your puppy. But now, will that guarantee that that dog doesn't bite or maul another human being? Nothing can guarantee you anything. I can't guarantee you that you won't hit somebody one day, even though you might have been to a good school or, you know, learned something. So nothing is ever a guarantee. Like I said, we need to look at it and as we're not robots, the dog is not robots. That um, said, should children be unsupervised when playing with the children dog? Children should never be alone with, with a dog, ever, never. What should that adult be supervising? You have to constantly monitor both of them. You have to make sure the child doesn't touch them. Um, with a dog that's actually more okay with kids, you just need to be making sure that the kid is not jumping up and, and trying to ride him or pull his ears or, you know, things that kids do naturally. You know, it's normal for a kid, so you know that already. However, it doesn't excuse that you just sit back and do nothing. Um, so that's where the hard work comes in. Is that The muscle makeup of that animal. Animal, the jaw makeup of that animal. I mean, that dog could possibly think, I just want to high five my little kid. And by the very nature of the way that dog is naturally made, could scrape or really hurt that child. 
but this child is, but this dog was doing something good so my point is the physical nature of big dogs how much must that be taken into consideration when having a conversation like this i'm i'm going to generalize and say any dog and you're absolutely right that just a, a high five or a scraping you know with the nails on a on a small child as opposed to a human it's a much bigger deal which is why we say when it comes to kids um you need to be so much more careful there needs to be rules in place 